Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, February 6th, the Big Sports Breakfast, Sky Sports Radio, and a particularly good morning to Manchester United fans. Liverpool 7, United 0 at Anfield this morning. Outstanding performance. But what a weekend of footy it was in the NRL. The Dolphins, one of the great shocks, beating the Roosters there yesterday at Suncorp, 28-18. to Gee, Shano's going to be up and about, no doubt about that. And the weekend got off to a good start. On Friday afternoon when the Aussies got the job done over at India by nine wickets in the end after a pretty tense opening half hour or so. It was uh, pretty comfortable there after that. Uh, But uh, the Kings, they levelled the championship series in New Zealand yesterday. Great weekends racing, although thoughts certainly with Ethan Brown, although he's expected to make a full recovery, that awful fall at Flemington in the Australian Guineas. He's facing some more surgery today. It was a Group 1 double for Zach Purton. Uh, in Sydney on Communist in the Ramwick Guineas and Artorias in the Canterbury Stakes. Loza, great to have the footy back. How good was it? Morning to you, mate. Uh, morning, boys. Morning, everybody. Yeah, it was great. Uh, some great results over the weekend. Uh, none more so impressive, I suppose, than the new boys on the block, the Dolphins. Not many people gave them a chance against the Roosters yesterday, and I thought they were outstanding. They turned up, 35,000 people, close to 35,000 people at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, they had some tremendous players. Uh, the experience forward pack uh, really led the way. I thought Kafusi uh, was on a mission yesterday. Just was lethal with the way that he defended. Jeremy Marshall King out of dummy half. Uh, the cool guiding hand of Sean O'Sullivan um, as a halfback. And then Hemiso Tabuifadeo at the back just with his pure speed. Uh, looked dangerous every time he received the ball. So well done to everyone involved with that club. They only had 450 days to get themselves up and running. And they started their debut season in the best possible fashion under the master coach, Wayne Bennett. Yeah, it was some day there at Brisbane. Some evening at Leichhardt then last night. Morning to you, Pop. How are you? Good morning, boys. Happy Monday. Morning to our listeners. Yeah, uh, the weekend started very well with the Aussie cricketers. Um, Fantastic win. Great turnaround after the first two test matches. And uh, to get those runs one down, I think, surprised a lot of people. So, well done to them. Uh, Awesome footy on the weekend. Uh, Loved just about every single game I watched. I think there was some, obviously, brilliant performances. Dolphins, what an upset um, to beat the Roosters as well. I, yep, that puts my uh, puts my tips well and truly back in my mouth. No, and my, no one tipped the what Dolphins. What about my wooden spoon call? Our wooden spoon call, the Dolphins. They've just shut us up. So, well done to them. Um, and, yeah, not the uh, not the greatest finish to my weekend, watching the, uh, the Tigers, Mitter, unfortunately. Give credit to the Titans. I think they're going to be better than what... You know, a lot of people think, mm. as you probably suggested last week, Loz. 22-10 to 10 at the end. The Titans led 18-2. The issue they've got now, though, Kieran and limping off with a knee injury. And you could just tell that combination on that edge with David Fafita looked lethal. Yeah, well, they identified experience as something that let them down last year in those key positions. So they went out and bought Sam Verrills and mm. Kieran Foran. Um, and they were playing some really good football. Um, I, th- I think, though, early in the season, you've got to wait to teams settle down. Like, some teams will be up, ready to go round one. Other teams will take about a month or so to get into their rhythm. Um, and while, you know, the Titans were, were okay and got the two points last night, I still think there was a lot there in the Tigers' performance. I, I, I like the way that they were moving the ball. It's going to be a brand of football that they'll continue to play. They made far too many errors, mm. oh, and yeah. and that you know once once they eliminate that from their game, 
um, they'll be okay. Uh, you know, Bateman to come back into the team. Yeah, not all doom and gloom for the Tigers, but the Titans, they had to travel down here to Sydney, get the victory. Uh, big weekend for all Queensland clubs. The four Queensland clubs all won. Jeez, yeah. Brisbane were good as well. Brisbane were good on Friday night. What, who's the number six for Brisbane? Ezra Mann. Mate. Yeah, he's he's he might be my new favourite. He's a good player. What about the way he plays? Yeah. Unbelievable runner of the board. Seems tough in defence. A couple of massive hits. Yeah, no, he's a really good player. He played well last season. And by all reports, he's had a good um, pre-season. He's ready to go. He started the year off well. Jeez, he played uh, well. Penrith's another team. They're, they're still rusty. And it's going to take them time to get used to playing without Coruscant. Uh, that thread of kick out on that left edge. So it'll take them some time. Um, big disappointment yesterday with the Roosters. I know the Titans played well, but the Roosters never gave themselves a chance at all. How flat did they look? Well, surprisingly for me, the Roosters' last two performances, not, not trial matches, but games to play for, they lost their way in the semi against South Sydney and then lost their way against the Dolphins yesterday. And for a team that, I think are going to be extremely hard to beat for the competition. And they, they had a few players out. But a lot of those errors yesterday were just unforced. Yeah. You know, and there's a lack of urgency to start the season off. They knew what they were walking into. But in that second half in particular, they turned over possession. They were lethargic. And yes, it was hot. And when you turn over possession in those type of conditions... Um, it, it looked like the Roosters had just been put together. Mm. Their side, rather than... The Dolphins. The Dolphins got better as the game went on. The Roosters have actually now lost their opening game in five of the past six seasons. So mm. it might be a little trend there at uh, Bondi Junction. But uh, you mentioned him off the top. Felice Kafusi, and he's not a favourite of ours in New South Wales, but he was inspirational yesterday, Loz. Those two massive hits he put on, one which led to a try, two off mm. the, the set after. But he was he was tough. He did everything that that club needs as far as leadership, setting an example. I mean, those young blokes playing with him yesterday, they would have just absolutely loved watching that. Well, I think that's the key, you know, leadership. And that's what Wayne Bennett bought when he bought those guys from the Melbourne Storm with Bromwich and Kafusi, or the Bromwich brothers and, and Felice Kafusi. Um, you know, that experience. And yesterday it stood out. Uh, they come from a system in Melbourne where they work hard, they play for one another, um, they never give up and... I thought they were outstanding. It's possibly Kafusti's best game for a number of years, I thought. And the way that he challenged himself to inspire the team was mm. awesome. That's what he did with the young group. He decided to take it upon himself to go, you know what? This game's in a situation here. It can go either way. I'm going to be the one that turns it in our favour. And he did it through his whack in defence. He hit under the ball and he just drove people into the ground. And it was an inspiring display. Had a quick look at the most losses market with tabs. So the Dolphins were, I think, $2.60 heading into the weekend. They're now $4. Still the favourites, but you've got Newcastle and St. George Illawarra, of course, had the buy on the weekend, $4.25. The Tigers, $5.50 in that market. And we got a good game Thursday night, uh, Penrith and Souths. So all of a sudden, Penrith, and this is at Penrith, could they lose three meaningful games in a row at home? If you consider the World Club Challenge, of course. Lost round one. Home against the Bunnies, who have got their tails up, although the Bunnies have got uh, a couple of significant injuries coming out of their 27-18 win against Cronulla. Well, they're downplaying Latrell Mitchell, who uh, had a bit of a knee knock. 
uh, during the game. And Jai Arrow has a hamstring injury as well. But uh, gee, they're 11 into $7 South to win the premiership just off round one. From before oh, round one to now. Yeah, there's always a reaction. And some are, are an underreaction. Some are an overreaction. Um, I think that before a ball were kicked, was kicked, you know, people thought that South Sydney were a legitimate contender. Um, injury to Latrell Mitchell doesn't help them going into this Thursday night's game against Penrith. But again, you know, Penrith are under the pump a little bit early in the season. We're, we're not used to seeing that. And you mentioned two meaningful games. They wanted to win that World Club Challenge, which they didn't. Then they wanted to start their season off on a good note against the Broncos. They didn't. Getting used to a different... Um, not so much a different playing roster, but different individuals playing different roles within the team. So that'll take a little bit of time. Um, and they're taking on South Sydney, who come off a fantastic victory against the Sharks. I thought they were brilliant. In particular, their right edge, Lachlan Lee, has had his best game. Yeah. Uh, we always tend to think of South Sydney attacking down that left side, but they've got potency all over the paddock. Um, so... Um, you know, they're, they're going to be a, a, a constant threat, whoever they play. But to get a few injuries to start the season is not ideal. Um, you know, they're going to look like they'll miss Jai Arrow. They're underplaying Latrell at the moment. He did come in, back on and play, but you still need a fit Latrell um, when you're taking on the, the best sides in the competition. But that's a monster game, and in particular, it's a big game for Penrith. Awesome game. Thursday night, looking forward to that. Uh, now, Formula One this morning, Oscar Piastri over in Bahrain... So the young Aussie, his debut lasted 15 laps in his in the season opener there in Bahrain. He was forced to pit, and his McLaren would not restart. Apparently, an electrical fault, and he was doing pretty well. He'd made up three positions, uh, but Red Bull Quinella the race, Max Verstappen. Uh, it's just uh, he's looking for three straight titles, world titles, and he started with a win, beating Sergio Perez. Aston Martins, Fernando Alonso finishing third, but that was Oscar Piastri's debut overnight. Uh, now, Clarky, so Friday, we won by nine wickets there. Steve Smith likely to stay on as captain for the fourth test, which starts Thursday. Uh, the ICC, by the way, gave the pitch a poor rating. <laughs> fair call. In indoor is, uh, well, I think that was the dollar one shot lobbed. Yeah, fair call. Yeah, uh, it wasn't a, to be spinning like that, but it's not just that, it's the... That puff of dust that we spoke about in, uh, I think it was Mitchell Stark's first over. Mm. We saw two balls to right show him, just take that puff of dust. You don't want that day one of a test match. Um, but yeah, I, I, th- I think that is, is another um, positive for the Aussies. that They're saying it wasn't a great wicket, it was poor, it, it spun from ball one, yet we found a way to, to adapt and, and play better cricket than India in you know conditions that they're a lot more used to and accustomed to than us. So... As I said, it just goes to show, playing those first two test matches, we're a lot better prepared now. Um, guys played better. They read the conditions better. I think they backed their defense better. Um, yes, boy, still used the sweep shot, but a lot of the sweeps were uh, with the spin, but also once they were into their innings. So I think we've, I think we've come a long way. Um, but unfortunately, it took us losing the first two test matches to get to where we needed to be. And that's... I suppose what I've been saying, the same thing from before a ball's been bowled. Preparation is so important. When you're playing against the best teams in the world in their own backyard, you need to be well prepared. And we weren't. We are much better now, prepared. And hopefully we can go on and win this last test and level the series. I guess uh, on the text line, Brad from Broadbeach sums it up. Uh, looking at the headlines, he says, Morning men of forward pack that contains the Bromwich brothers, Tom Gilbert, Ray Stone, Nick Marshall, 
Nicholas, uh, Nichols, sorry, Mark Nichols, Marshall King are going to be tough to beat. The old defence wins matches. Life is great in the Sunshine State. Good on you, Brad, there at Broadbeach. Back page of the Daily Telegraph. Last laugh. Benny's boys pluck chooks and rub doubters' noses in it. It's a fin of beauty is on the back page of the Sydney Morning Herald. Masters Apprentices, Rock NRL, back page of the Australian. And uh, it's certainly got to salute the Dolphins after their 28-18 to 18 win against the Roosters yesterday. Healthy crowd, 32,177 for their inaugural match in the NRL. And, uh, well, Wayne Bennett, he acknowledged the comparison as well to his first match when he coached the Broncos back in 88, 44-10. They beat Manly on that occasion. Uh, I guess the difference with this one, Loz, is, you know, back then they had a whole heap of, well, representative players playing in that Brisbane side back in 88. This team went into this match, pretty much everyone saying they're going to win the spoon this year. So, well, I'd say this would be... It's hard to compare with something 35 years ago, but he was a Cheshire cat after the game yesterday. Oh, and he had every right to be. You know, he put this team together, uh, been critical of some of his recruits, uh, some people, and obviously the spotlight was on the fact that they couldn't attract a marquee player. Uh, but what he was able to do was get a forward pack of older, experienced players who turned up in game one and played some good football. The biggest challenge for the Dolphins will be to repeat that this weekend uh, because it would have taken a lot out of them. And you've got to remember, the build-up to this game would have been unlike any other for the Dolphins players because new club, they they know that they've got to get their season off onto a strong start. There's going to be a big crowd at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, plenty of eyeballs, to be honest. So they've, they've whipped themselves up. But the, the thing will be now how they come off that performance and go again. Mm. Uh, but you've got Wayne Bennett in charge, uh, and he's done it over a, a, a period of time where he's able to get the best out in players on a weekly basis and get consistency with his team. But I, I think we've said we thought that the t- Dolphins would be capable of winning five or six games. Based on that yesterday, yes, you'd, you'd lock that in every day of the week uh, because I thought they were terrific. Uh, and if that's what we're going to get from them, on a consistent basis, they will win games. They'll outwork teams, and that's exactly what they did yesterday. They made it hard on the opposition. They gave them nothing. Um, they've got a bit of spark there uh, through young Katoa at 5'8", who will only get better uh, the more he plays football. Yes, he made some blues, but I just thought that his composure, as the game went on, he started to look like he belonged. Marshall King had a dummy house. Superb. Jesus, a good player. Yeah. Very fast. Took advantage of a sloppy ruck from the Roosters. Geez, their last two performances haven't been great, the Roosters. Mm. I know we can talk about how traditionally they're slow starters, but they lost that semi-final to South Sydney where they just lost their way, and then they lost their way again yesterday. Yep, questions for Trent Robinson. Just on Katoa, and you mentioned a couple of mistakes off the kickoff. That was pretty unlucky, you know. Got the toe, ended, mm. or towed it forward, ended up going uh, straight back to... Uh, the Roosters, who then scored just after that as well. But overall, uh, that performance, watching him thinking, this kid's going to be something, and Anthony Milford's not getting back in that team. Oh No, well, they can't make a replacement with Katoa yet because he just played so well yesterday. Mm. And I think Wayne Bennett would have been sitting there smiling because the longer the game went, Katoa looked mm. every bit a first-grade player. The thing that I liked about him was towards... Oh, it might have been halfway through the second half. There was last tackle, but they decided to run it and they scored the try off it. Um, whereas most young players possibly would have kicked. 
um, got rid of the ball and not prepared to, to run it because the game was still in the balance. Um, so he backed himself, so he's got good vision. Um, and again, uh, O'Sullivan was really good yesterday. Yeah. Good player. You know, just a solid Rock player. solid. He's just rock solid. Mm. Um, you know, he, he looked threatening early in the game with, with his running, which is not really his strength. His strength is his calmness and his composure. Um, Has the feels of a nice combination to complement each other quite well with their yeah, skill yeah, sets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think he was dominant yesterday, O'Sullivan. But I think also with him playing in that Penrith system last year, getting, I think he got a five or six games in a row there. And I felt that was when he looked as though he belonged as a first grader. Sometimes it's hard for players when they're in and out of a first grade team and you don't get to see him on a regular basis. But last year with Penrith, when he played consistently, he just looked as though, yep, no, this guy can handle first grade. And if he gets an opportunity to club, uh, he'll be a, a starting number seven. So he was really, really good for them yesterday. Back page of the Sydney Morning Herald as well. NRL boss backs doctors after concussion furor. So uh, certainly your great mate Ricky Stewart had some things to say after the Raiders' narrow defeat to the North Queensland Cowboys. And, uh, well, you know, he said, why would I ever put a player on the field if they're concussed? Um, And, you know, we had the situation where Caelan Ponga was taken off Friday night. I think the biggest criticism over this, Loz, is the fact that doctor's not there at the ground. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they don't... They're in the bunker. They, they, they see um, what happens on the field by the vision that they see on the, on the screen, and then they relay back to the clubs to take these players from the field. The only issue I have, all right, the only, if they're going to do it, over the weekend I saw a number of players come from the field for, for what I thought was uh, you know, innocuous mm. hits or, or touches to the head. Whereas I saw other ones that they weren't made to leave the field. So if you're either in or you're out. But it's like they're picking and choosing which ones they're taking from the field. Because the classic example yesterday was Matt Lodge. The independent doctor, I don't think, took him off because he stayed on the field for a period of time. It was the Roosters doctor who took him from the field. And I think he ended up with an eye injury. He's got a facial yeah, fracture. Facial and has fracture. To, has to have Everyone saw tomorrow. that. Yeah. Well, that should have been, mate, you're off mm. straight away. Not allowed to stay on there for a minute or two. Mm. And, and I, uh, there was other ones over the weekend where I thought a guy would be taken from the field and yet they were allowed to stay on there. So that's where I get a little bit confused. Mm. Because, again, if you can't assess them, you're only seeing the vision, surely if you're going to be cautious about it, you take them off. That, that's the only thing. It just looked like some players were getting taken off and others were allowed to stay on the field. So if, you, if you're going to do it, be all in with it. Uh, back pages of the Australian Smith exercises ghosts of India tests past is the headline there. Tourists spin a story as dusty pitches undermine hosts best. Also on the back page of the Australian. But the other thing, Clarkie, out of the, the test, uh, the result on Friday is it, and I'm sure this will... This is probably as knee-jerk as it gets after one test. But, uh, you know, it's fueled the captaincy debate. But Steve Smith, to his credit, 
you know, just came out and said, look, this is Paddy's team. No, this is Paddy's team. Right. I've he's had right. my time. Correct. And Smitty's he just straight away doused smart, any fire with smart it. Smart play. Uh, had, to, had to come out and say that. And it, it's true. They had the chance to go back to Steve Smith and they didn't. They went to Pat Cummins. So I, I think Smitty deserves a lot of credit for the way he captained the other day, but the way he's handled that as well. I think that's smart. Um, the one for me is that uh, if the selectors can't see that they made a huge mistake in dropping Travis Head, You'll never see anything. It's clear as day. So I just hope, you know, I, I hope we've looked at this tour or these first three test matches and learnt something around selection, around 11 players' team, around style of play, around preparation. That's that's the most important thing because, again, okay, we can't win this series. We can level it, but we can't win it. We've got test championship, which is a massive test match, no matter who we play against. So I hope we're as well prepared for that as we can be. And then we've got the Ashes. And if we learn from this, we will be better prepared for England in England, and that will give us a chance of winning the Ashes. Gosh, we're going to have about six tests in seven weeks Man. in that period. Test yep. championship final, all up Ashes. Yep. So and preparation is where? Where do they say the Test Championship was? That's in Oval. England, isn't it? Yeah, okay, so Oval. even that is good. At least you're playing a Test match awesome. in England before the Ashes starts. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's the key to when you losing in India is really it's a given. It happens. There's not too many teams that that haven't lost. Not too many Australian teams that haven't lost in India. Lost a Test match or lost the series or whatever it is. So I don't think there's. I don't think there's an expectation that you walk into Indian conditions um, and win every game you play. You know it's going to be tough, but it's just like I said. I think we, I think we, we'd lost the series before we turned up. Well, that's the thing. As a fan, it's frustrating. We we could have won this series. We well, we got a good. I think we got a good enough team. Yeah, we're in a position to win the second test. I agree. I agree. We got a good enough team if we were well prepared. If we selected the right eleven. And if we played our best cricket, yeah, of course we could have. Oh, as long as we got some ratings in the Big Bash, though. Awesome. <laughs> uh, on the text line, <laughs> stacks of uh, heroes and villains text here and a $100 gift card up for grabs today and the case of the Saint and Sinner alcoholic kombucha. Uh, g'day, lads. Uh, villain, my dog, uh, Kenny Dalglish. <laughs> Kenny Doglish, sorry for waking me up at 2 a.m., an hour and a quarter before the alarm was set for this morning's game. Hero, Liverpool's 7-0 demolition of Man U. Good on you, Azza. You'll be up and about this morning. G'day, fellas. Hero, the entire NRL for the standard of footy, but especially the Dolphins. What a fantastic weekend of footy. Uh, villain, the hapless, toothless, pathetic Tigers. Hey, Clarky, it's going to be a long year. Special mission must go to uh, jump the bar in the last of Ramwick. Uh, tried to jump something and cost me the quaddy. Not quite sure I get that, but good on you, Graham. Thanks for that. Um, Morty Boys hero Zach Purton. He's right on Artorius. Then to back it up on Communist. Uh, Villain the Roosters left edge of Swali'i and Tupo. Jermaine Asako made them look C grade. Cheers, fellas, says Ross. Uh, Morning, boys. What happens with Victor Radley now? He gets knocked out every second game. Very concerning. Cheers, Burawa Rod. Good on you, Burawa Rod. Uh, yeah, this is an issue for Victor Radley for sure. And he got poked in the eye of the poor bloke yeah. yesterday as well. It was in the wars. Yeah. But Any, he, anyone that's been knocked around uh, a few times and had to leave the field with concussion assessments, uh, it's n- uh, not good. But Victor got his head in the wrong spot yesterday. Uh, and it's something that he's going to have to... Fixing his game, otherwise he'll continue to 
to be knocked out and then that puts his career uh, in doubt.